and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing great, actually. I'm doing great. I feel content. I feel satisfied. Really? Just with life in general, not necessarily the movie. Well, I mean, we'll get to Hmm. it, but you know, like just, I feel fine. Wow. Anyways. That's a lucky place to be. Thank you so much. And our guest this evening is Anton Patzner. Hi. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It's been quite a while. Thanks, yeah. It's been a while. It was this nice is, to be back. Yeah, this is maybe the longest, I think, since we've started the podcast that um, we haven't had you on, but you know. Yeah. So, uh, the, Do the you pl- remember when the last time I was on? <sighs> like the movie? I mean... Probably a year ago. Really? Year? No. You think so? No, Could maybe. be close to. No, it hasn't Could be cl- I mean, we took a fair amount of uh, hiatus and he hasn't been back since then. What was, how long was our hiatus? I mean, like three, four months and then like, we've been not back. not a year. No, but we've been back for a couple months and like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Nah, like time he was, adds up. He was at least on during that Flying Lotus episode, right? Um, That was Strings. Yeah, yeah, I think you're confusing him. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That was um, Strings. You guys look alike. It's weird. I get you confused. <laughs> that was a long time ago too. Okay. But that was not a year ago. I can guarantee you that. Anyways, today we're here to discuss... <laughs> El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, um, 2019 film, uh, written and directed by Vince Gilligan, who is also the creator and one of the lead writers of the original Breaking Bad series, which uh, aired back in, what was it, 2002, I want to say? Wow, no way. Really? 2000, wait, no, no, 2006 to, wait, ho- hold up here. We're going to do a fact check on me. I was going to say, that would be like well old if you know Well, it ended, in 20, it ended <laughs> in 2013, so you do the math. Six years prior to that, hold the nine. I mean, 13 minus six gonna is be, what you would call a be, seven. That's too many numbers for me. Damn, Dominic, get your ass back to motherfucking statistics and shit, because that shit is multiplication, and I do believe that is something they teach you in that class. <laughs> I'm joking. Obviously, I'm joking. I just want that to be known. Thank but we, you. But we will get to all that later. Um, I'm very excited to talk about <laughs> it. You know, <laughs> wait, what? Go on. Uh, we'll get we'll get to the movie in a little bit. But first, you know, we're just going to talk about our lives. And uh, Anton, I feel like you know, since um, I feel like we have a bit of catching up to do. You know, what's your year been like, really? Um, uh, it's been really good. I have a new album out. Um, yeah. I put out an album this year. Uh, it's called Fever Moon. Fever Moon. And uh, it's a it's a um, electronic pop with like hypnotic beats and psychedelic lyrics and mm-hmm. i'm super proud of the album and with your pal john weston uh, yeah john weston show. is the singer he's been on the podcast and he's a walnut farmer and now he's also the singer of fever Moon. <laughs> and he's also about to be a certified reiki master he does crazy spiritual healing stuff now he got into that since we started doing fever moon it like awakened his spirit he, he had no, a spiritual cool. awakening and right he's like pursuing it wait wait wow. since you started fever moon he had a spiritual awakening with yes him, and he didn't have one before fever moon no oh wow i'm not saying that fever moon is like <laughs> why he had it but uh, i could i mean could have been <laughs> right 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 i mean yeah it sounds like a spiritual awakening the album and it's very good everyone should go check it out it's uh, available everywhere is the know? album called what is it called spiritual awakening <laughs> it's or called what? fever moon no, no album r-m-o-o-n oh i Dang, think, he no, can wait. spell i thought wait so the album is simply called fever moon yeah. yes there's okay. only it's one self e. S-T-L-P. Some, some could yeah call it a self-titled only one e F-E-V-R-M-O-O-N. Oh. I think you should just do away with all the vowels at this point, <laughs> to be honest. 
F-V-R-M-N. We contemplated that. It didn't test as well. Why did it not test? Who did you test? Did you get a, like a group yeah, we, test? We had a group, uh, <laughs> a group yeah, test. Group test. We, uh, uh-huh. You did like a test group? Test group. Really? How did you do that? You called uh, them Focus in? group. Focus group. Focus group. What was sort of like the age ranges? Did you get any kids in Why there? Why did or? I not get to be part of that for money? Uh, yeah, 12 to 50. 12 to 50. 12 okay. to 50. That's a good range. That's a good yeah. range. Yeah. So, okay. And they and tested studies out. studies have shown that, uh, you know, vowels people are important. like People like one E, but they don't like two E's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so and you they like two O's. Right, right. They like two O's. The two O's next to each other look like eyes is what we discovered. So, like, they respond well to that. Did you ever try mean? Uh, Flip the O's and the in the E, maybe you know a fover mean. I think that's still open. Okay, so all right, all right. You can well, use you know that. what? I'm gonna go ahead and start a new band, everybody. I actually came on the podcast today to announce that I am starting fover mean, and uh, we are working on a debut album. It's also self-titled, and I mean, look, I didn't, I w- didn't want to make this about me, but I guess uh, that's just a little bit about me and what I'm doing lately. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, give or take a little. And uh, Fever Moon has yeah, Fever Moon, our yeah. first <laughs> performance coming up. We're oh, gonna shit. Be, we're going to be playing um, at the third night of the San Francisco Leonard Cohen Festival. Dang. And I didn't know you guys uh, had a show coming up. When is that? Um, that is November 10th. Okay. And uh, we're going to be playing one song, and it's going to be a Leonard Cohen song. And uh, we're not ready to tell you what song yet. It's really <laughs> good, though. I've heard Laura's the record. I've heard the <laughs> test shots. Be, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be very No, seriously, it's awesome. Hypnotic. Yeah, it's, so, it's hypnotique. No, oh, it's, we're all about no, hypnotize. You come to our no. show, you will leave, and wow. you will do whatever we want. I swear, though, it is really good. <laughs> it's God's honor. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I listened to it. I was like, wow, this is good. So it's your own spin, I assume, <laughs> then. Fever Moon spin. Uh, on. Yeah, we're, we're covering a Leonard Cohen song. Yeah, cool, cool. It's definitely better than the original. Holy shit. That's I just, love Leonard. That's just IMHO, as I say. IMHO. No, no, it's really good. And it was, uh, Laura, I thought it was like some of Anton's be- best work. I have a bone to I'm pick. not going to say it's better oh. than the original, but it, uh, yeah. Well, but we're excited I can, about you it. don't have to say I'm it because I'm saying it. it. Mm-hmm. What? I'm sure there are people out there who are like, what? <laughs> but what? No. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so bone. what's pick up with one. this IMHO? Oh, I don't know. I don't I mean, really, it just, I use it in jest. It seems not me. foreign coming from your body. It is foreign. A foreign object body. uttering out of your body. I like to take foreign trips every once in a blue corn. Moon. I just see you and I never see an IMHO, but yet here we are. I, you don't see one now either. I simply spoke one. Uh-huh. I didn't visualize one right. in any kind of tangible way. Uh-huh. And you would never type one. I would never <laughs> ever type one, I don't think. Right, yeah, you don't really do like a lol or like a OMG. No, I don't do lol. You don't do any of that. You're like a straight to the point, yes, no, The answer to that would so. be the definitive H and. <laughs> Hell no. So, Anto, what's what else has been up with you besides uh, music projects? I mean, you know, I'm sure you're a busy boy these days. You're um, with all sorts yeah, of artists just, and... uh, oh, yeah. We started a new video series uh, called Vibe Unveiled, where mm. producers reveal their production secrets. I saw the first episode. Yeah, and um, the first episode was me. <laughs> so I made my own episode, but we're working on some other ones. Nice. Are you ready to give Totally Tell Me a big exclusive reveal as uh, to who else you might be working with? Or no, no. We just have to wait until the episodes come out. Oh, dang. Okay, okay, out. Right. But, okay. But yeah, okay. lots of projects. Yeah, no exclusive. That's fine. Lots of... Yeah, um, that's fine. Lots of stuff. <laughs> I've just been working a lot, basically. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. What do you uh, do for pleasure? Play. Work. I <laughs> work for fun. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. You know what? That's a blessed life, they say. Mm-hmm. That's a blessed life. Yeah. Now, Laura, would you say blessed? blessed? I've heard you say blessed, too. Now, that almost seems actually you more have? natural. Yeah. Blessed. Well, blessed is a real word. <laughs> no, but I know, but like, blessed like, has sort of lol. become a trend. <laughs> 
You know, lol, I mean, at this point, it may as well be a real, real word, too. No. Lol? It's like... That is simply not a real word. It's become part of the vernacular of the modern-day society. I'm going to use the term, though I disagree with it lately. That literally is not a real word. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I mean... <laughs> and I've been using the word literally... Li- that was a correct use. Liter- yeah, that was in a correct, correct way. So I would, use you know, literally. I make a pass for that. I make a point being. Yeah. Are yeah. we sure that it's not a word? Lol? I mean, get I'm, at not, it. I'm not sure. Only she seems to be so sure. Now, no, I think Miriam, <laughs> Miriam Webster, whatever Webster Miriam's dictionary is, uh, maybe, Mary. maybe, <laughs> maybe begs to differ, you know, <laughs> Mary Joseph, Jesus Christ. Is if Miriam <laughs> Webster made lol a word, it's just they, a sign of time's decline into the depths of abysmal ineptitude. Oh my God, that was like a poem. That was like, <laughs> that was like really deep. I felt like the way you said that, that actually it was like, I need to look words that up. Flu- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta check on. and see if you can use those lyrics or is this a song you're working on or oh okay. no, just workshop spitballing as they say spitballing spit yeah, yeah now is that a word in the in the webster's Birium? well yeah that is those are two words put okay. together to uh-huh. create one okay all right anyways laura um, what's up with you i mean <laughs> uh, <laughs> lol and omg added to oxford english dictionary holy oh my shit God, that is so ridiculous you mean in omg 2011 that's, uh, 2011, yeah, that's old news at this point. Yeah, get with the times. Get, I disagree with welcome it. Welcome to 2012. <laughs> hey, look, that just goes to show the dictionary is no longer a sacred place <laughs> <laughs> for information. It's just not. <laughs> well, I mean, in this day and age, like, what is a sacred place for information? I feel like everyone just uses Wikipedia, and that's not really a sacred place for information either. Sacred place. You know, because anyone are... can add to it. <sighs> the only sacred place left is my mind. And on that note, <laughs> a nice little pregnant pause there. <laughs> pregnant Laura, pause. Laura, yeah, Laura, what, what have you There's been up something. to? Oh. What's up? Um, yeah. Well, uh, Anton and I had a gig. Is that in the dictionary? Um, a gig tonight. I suppose it probably is. Um, I never liked the word, but we had a gig. And it was at the um, Academy Wait. of Art Institute Car Museum. And um, it was really cool. We saw, apparently, every automobile in the building was worth at least one million dollars holy shit so were you ever thinking maybe i'll just steer steal i'll steer, steer this right out of the well I'll steal this right out i did of think to myself here. i mean these are all very Madness. valuable items but they're not Madness, easy yeah. to steal so i think it's probably fine that they're just on display but no it mm. was i mean we there was this one one car that struck me as particularly pleasing to the eye i suppose you could say mm. was this um english what I guess the best way to describe the shape of it was almost kind of like wagon-like. It was boxy and large, very large, and it had gigantic kind of like footsteps and like at, on either side of the door. Um, but uh, yeah, that car was actually an English 1928 English limousine, hmm. which I never would have guessed was an actual lim- like it didn't look anything like what we recognize as being limousines now. But it was so fancy and nice oh my god just all the detail work inside of it was amazing and one thing that i thought was really cool that i really wish they never had done away with and i have no idea why they ever did do away with it was the fact that it had pull down drapes with tassels hanging down from them that you could pull upon to mm. <laughs> enable drape wow and i thought why did that ever go out <laughs> why <laughs> i mean we still have the sun <laughs> and you we could do put still get hot car I know, but like all we could po- probably have now are just like those really unattractive, 
you know, screens with suction cups on them. It's simply a, a very distant far cry from that of the well, tasseled I drape. Illegal, I think it's illegal to have those on the on the front half. They weren't in the front half. Oh, they're in the back. They half. were on the bottom half. Okay, <laughs> no, lower in the back half. And um, well, it was a, a limo, so they not only had drapes on the windows, but they also had a drape dividing the driver front driver area from the back driver mm. area, which I enjoyed looking at. Mm-hmm. the possibilities of <laughs> utilizing um but yeah i mean obviously in limos now they have those dividers but they're just not as cool uh-huh, in uh-huh. my imh <laughs> oh god i'm kidding i'm kidding i got um, a little uh, info on that uh, actually for us uh oh yeah. what so uh hot, some of these terms go back a little farther than we thought mm. omg OMG, omg first appears in 1917 personal letter and lol dates to 1960 Though, the use, the use, though the it was use? used okay okay here we go to mean little old lady <laughs> <laughs> and what does omg what was that used for the thing is oh my god oh okay. was it really or they just don't say and so it's um, assumed that it's the same use i'd have to click on this and read the whole article no, to find out. Have to, have to do that. i mean yeah omg but then again, oh my God, is that like a more modern phrase? Or no, people, saying, people oh have been God. saying that at least really? since 1982. They've been saying well, that. <laughs> no, no, but this is 1910 or whatever I know. you said. I'm pretty sure they Are said it back saying, then. saying oh my God back then? Probably a little bit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, they probably said oh my goodness at least. Right. Oh my good oh, Lord. Or yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, it might have meant oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did they say oh my gosh? I don't oh know. Oh my God. That seems like a more 70, 70s or 60s phrase. Gosh. Yeah. Oh my golly. That's later. 50s. Yeah. No, that's later. That's more. Or 50s maybe 50s. Use. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Golly. The evolution of language. What a fascinating Golly thing. G. <laughs> Golly G. Willikers. G G W. Um. Sixties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, you know? know, I don't know. You know, G. Willikers is from Scooby Doo. Is it? Are Zoinks you? is from Scooby Doo. I'll tell you that much. Zoinks. Oh, Zoinks. Zoinks. Oh, yeah. Zoinks. Not Zoinks. Zoinks. Pretty sure. Yeah. Zoinks. Zoinks. Yep. Okay. Um, what's up Zoinks. with you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know. <laughs> just this and that what tales and antics do you have to share you know, tonight I, I unfortunately didn't bring so much to the table but i oh, am really? here to report that i did you know go on a bit of a movie binge lately um, really i think i may have already broke the news to you but i watched the cook the wife the thief and her oh, lover oh yes you uh, did one of news. is this not one of your all-time favorite the cook, films the, thief, his wife and the her cook lover. the thief his wife and her lover um it's one of my, i really like that movie i highly recommended it to uh-huh. you like a long time uh-huh. ago uh-huh. um but yeah ari aster so the reason i watched it oh. was what not because i recommended it <laughs> no, no i mean look i, mean, <laughs> look, I guess but ari aster said he liked it so you had ari aster it. the director of hereditary oh, in midsummer was saying that he was deeply inspired by this oh. movie and so i was like well sign me up oh my god <laughs> no i mean look, what can i say but uh taylor who's been on the podcast he also saw this like list or whatever of ari aster recommended yeah. kind of films and mm-hmm. it popped up on there and we had like a little movie day and we we watched that and a couple other ones we watched um, i done told you we watched eyes wide shut by stanley kubrick which i had never seen incredible movie good, wait is that on ari aster's list no it was not that was just oh. a that was a, a mercurio original actually. oh mercurio that was a mercurio <laughs> pick yeah uh-huh and um, what else was on the list Man, I mean, there was a lot on the list, but uh, oh, we watched. Dang, what? I'm just gonna pull it up right up in here. Uh, Cries and Whispers. Have you ever heard? heard oh, of it? I heard about that. Wait, what was it? Who's? Oh, wait, no, you told me about that. Oh, yeah, no, we went over this list the other day. Right. That's why. I okay. mean, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, sort of yeah. A little bit this of a recap, recap for you, but a little bit of a new info for everybody else. But it's Ingmar Bergman, widely considered to be like one of the 
fine films of the you know the, of the forever really um mm. and uh it's great yeah it's great but you know i don't know i've just been it watching a lot of movies um what am i doing i mean just like editing every goddamn day of my life really mm-hmm. um it's just a, i've been a busy boy mm. busy boy up in these parts mm. you know mm. i mean mm-hmm. you know just, editing the palm of those stuff uh, Are you allowed to well, say that? I am allowed to uh, what Pompamus? Oh, yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah, okay, yeah cool, absolutely. Cool, cool, That's cool, public knowledge cool, at this point. That's cool. just like looking the credits of any Pompamus video in 2019, and you'll see Sick. old old me, <laughs> little old me up in yep, there. That's right. Um, Every video of 2019, that's pretty good. Since I think I started February, wow, so almost every wow. wow, and I did miss one week. I had to, time does go by. Doesn't I had to it? give that off to somebody else because that was it was just too much. Wow. That one particular oh, week. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, <laughs> but, was that the week of my birthday? <laughs> no, I I oh. worked ahead to do, to oh do that. God, you know, for right. you, I worked ahead. Well, you know? I do appreciate. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I I uh, I make room for for the for the friends of, of, in in my life. You Thank know? you. Wow, yeah, so, so appreciated. <laughs> um, all right. Well, look, we're here. Everyone knows why we're here. You saw the title of the episode. We're talking Breaking Bad. Um, maybe before we even get into it, it might be good. To just like brief everybody on uh, our history with Breaking Bad, you know, um, did you watch it? I mean, I already know the answer, but you know, did I watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I mean, yes. like you watched Breaking Bad <laughs> twice, multiple times. You know, are you a fan? I mean, what's I am your, a fan. You're a fan. Are you a fan? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, huge fan over here. Are you a fan? Yeah, e- even on the second viewing, you couldn't stop watching. So good of Breaking Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing twice, and on the second time. Just- almost as good mm-hmm. so then oh wait yeah i watched it twice too right but i gotta say better call saul i cannot get through it <laughs> mm. yeah i still have not really gotten past the first i think i watched the first season but that was it and i, oh, really? I have been oh. meaning to go back and watch more of it so i will mm. at some point but, but definitely like homework to I, watch I stopped that it season four yeah uh, yeah um but i think i think we could all safely say that breaking bad uh we give a high a high recommendation um, for me personally, I, I consider it to maybe be my all-time favorite TV show. So wow, all-time. Yeah, I can't think of one that I enjoyed more than... And I think it's a perfect beginning, middle, and end. It's like a true story. It's a, you know, it's like a full adventure. Only gets better, I think, with, with every season. It's just so addicting. The characters are great. It's like an original story. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I really love it. Basically, everything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I couldn't think of a, of a series I'd, I'd recommend more. Um, well. But yeah, so obviously, this was announced, uh, was filmed in secret about oh. a year ago. Um, but I know they were shooting around Albuquerque because it was sort of like scuttlebutt about a year ago that um, <laughs> that something was a brewing in the Breaking Bad universe, but it was like no one could quite get the, the proper story. Anyways, this was officially announced, Netflix original, they picked it up. You can view it on Netflix uh, right now, it's available now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two-hour feature-length film um, written and directed by the original creator of Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan. Um, you know, stars Aaron Paul, who who uh, is Jesse. portraying Jesse again um, from the original series, and it uh, takes place shortly after the events of the finale of Breaking Bad. And I would definitely say, look, there's just no way to go around it. If you haven't seen <laughs> Breaking Bad, it's probably going to be tough to even listen to any part of this. So <laughs> yeah. I would say definitely tune out. The whole series is on Netflix. So pause this. Go watch mm. all, you know, 50, 60 I mean, some yeah. hours. Get with the program. And then come back. <laughs> then come back. Come back to the 21st century. Watch it all just so you can listen to the rest of this episode yeah. and totally tell me. Yeah. Um, but I assume most people listening to this, anyways, have watched Breaking Bad. Um, so it takes place after the events, and we're figuring out what's what's come of Jesse. 
Um, so look, I mean, hey, I, <sighs> I for one was extremely pumped. Uh-huh. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for this. I was just counting down the days. Wow. I was reminiscing so much about Breaking Bad and, uh, you know, uh, my hype levels were through the roof, you could say. <laughs> and uh, here we are. We've seen it. Did you do any back re- like backlog research on the show, like gearing up to watching this? Like, did you kind of go back and reassess what, what happened? So I watched the whole series just like six months ago with Josh because Josh that's not that's a while ago though six months yeah I basically remember basically I watched it about that long ago too and I kind of forgot Uh, I mean (laughs) no I didn't like forget but like you know uh but but yeah it's been it's fairly fresh my memory but yeah uh I'm very I'm very excited to talk about this movie um Anton why don't we start with you what did you think of El Camino a Breaking Bad movie yeah uh well so Breaking Bad the series I give a 10 uh, Breaking Bad, El Camino, the movie, I give a nine. Wow. Uh, a I liked nine. it a lot, nine. but, uh, there was a lot of slow, boring parts and I, I really liked it. So I'm giving it a nine, but it just couldn't get, couldn't get that last point because <laughs> a little too much boring, pointless stuff. And I could be more specific about what it was that bothered me, but I, I think it might be a spoiler. Or we're into spoilers. Uh, well, actually, I mean, this let's, is a, okay, let's still not spoil the movie. This is just not for now. like a total spoiler. This is just a very, very general thing. I mean, you can spoil the series. There were, the there were a of lot of bad. flashbacks, and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. I didn't like the flashbacks, mm-hmm. mostly, for the most part. I liked all the story that happened in the now mm-hmm. or whenever. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two thousand five. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like a year after Breaking Bad all takes place over the course of just one year. Because you find what out. Year in is like, it? Like two thousand five. I think it's two thousand. Yeah. Four or I can't remember actually. Two, yeah. yeah. Probably two thousand five. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. A nine. I mean, hey, that's pretty good though. Yeah. That's pretty good. You, yeah. You definitely loved it. Loved. Liked it. Li- you I liked, liked it. A you lot. liked it a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, Laura, what'd you think of El Camino? Well, I mean, it was known as the road. I didn't love it. It uh-huh. was like it was fine. It was okay. I don't know. I mean, there wasn't like a whole lot to it, really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like it just seemed. Well, I don't know. For some reason, it just felt a little watered down, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wasn't like that exciting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff that happened was kind of just like, okay, well, I guess that <laughs> was interesting, uh-huh. but not that interesting. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, well, I asked myself this question. Does it seem like there's a difference in the kind of overall presentation slash production? Yes. Com- when you compare like, the fact that this is being released by Netflix to maybe, or I mean, I'm wondering if it has anything to do with it. Like the fact that this is a Netflix movie versus an AMC movie now. I don't think AMC it's the thing. Netflix aspect as much as it is just the fact that this is presented as a feature film mm-hmm. and it's shot like in a different aspect ratio. It definitely has a higher budget. You know, they're shooting with like way nicer lenses because they can really take their time. Whereas like a show, you know, they got to pump out. They were at the time. But the show was awesome. The show was fucking awesome. Yeah, but and it looked great. 
it totally looks great but i'm saying like there is a different visual quality to this and that's oh but i'm not i don't mean like visually i mean oh. like in terms of just the content to oh, content. you okay. know what i mean the writing even okay almost, you well, know? Well, i think that, that vince I, gilligan wrote it he did, so. he did write it yeah. i know but i wonder if the terms were a little different because he's working for netflix now like you think that netflix is, like makes some change in po- stuff very very possibly yeah i mean i'm sure they probably had certain things that were in the agreement you know what I, mean? I would think that if i i mean i would think that they probably hire him because they want yeah his, you would think like, that but like there's all kinds of bullshit that happens behind the scenes i think that he might not do it if netflix was like breathing down his neck that hard you, you know would what I mean? think that because <laughs> like he could go anywhere no but like i mean I, maybe Gil- like, maybe if they he's bringing back breaking bad i'm sure anyone would pick that up yeah but like here's the thing maybe the, it, it all seemed great when he went into it and then who knows final cut maybe they're like look we need this or that you know or something i don't know i'm just i'm just hypothesizing here i wouldn't well, so put what it past you uh, what makes you think that though that's well what we it just to. didn't feel as hardcore <laughs> in a sense i mean at the same time i'm not looking for shock value here necessarily but i just feel like the story and like all of the twists and turns that the show takes and like all of the really gritty moments like it just this didn't seem to for me have that mm-hmm. i'm not saying like it had to be gritty for the sake of being gritty but it just didn't have any real i don't know it just didn't have that kind of clench sure <laughs> some twists and turns it had a few but it just wasn't like that cool you know what i mean to me Mm-hmm. as cool as the show like the show the writing is just off the charts in my opinion mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like it really takes you on a on a wild ride you know what i mean whereas this just didn't feel it felt more like i don't know i guess definitely more tame and maybe that was a good thing a more mature thing in a certain way i don't know but what did you think <laughs> um you know i i do mostly agree with you um mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I mean, it's certainly not bad. I was really enjoying uh, watching it. Um, you know, it's exciting to see more in that universe. Um, but, you know, I think just like the big thing hanging over this whole thing to me is just like the story's over, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it never really got past that for me personally. Like if it always just kind of felt like we're hearing a story that's already complete. Like we're hearing the... We're hearing, we're hearing the kind of tail end, the unnecessary sort of like, you know, bits and pieces of something that doesn't necessarily need to, to be told. I mean, right. as much as I really did actually enjoy it, I thought it was really good. I just feel like it is it is unnecessary, you know, like the story of Breaking Bad is totally done. And, and um, where this brings us and where this takes us is really just sort of like a victory lap in a way it's sort of just like a there's nothing because there's no new emotions here. right because right at, at the very end I, the at, old ones at the very end where they leave us and i'm not going to give away anything but i just feel like what does that say you know <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. like, like wh- what m- what new thing did this give us that mm-hmm. i didn't already right. kind of know oh, it's or, a fun or, ride it is a fun ride it, it is it is a fun ride um and you know uh yeah i'll take that's it that's enough you know, I, I enjoyed it it's fun yeah i enjoyed it, it too fun. i didn't feel a well, dip in quality in the writing necessarily i just think that like what could be de- here's the problem is the show has hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of build up to things you know what i mean like 
um, you have these this history with Walter White and Skyler and like all these characters, Hank, and like this kind of gridlock of of you know who knows who doesn't. They're all you know like it's 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 like this very intertwined, very connected story with all these people that it's like constantly sort of it's like a chess game, you know, and things are like unfolding and uncovering. And the thing is, is all of those threads got wrapped up in the final episode. And so this sort of has to like birth new ends to close up. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like it only has two hours basically to do what some of those more impactful episodes did with like many hours of buildup. You know what I mean? Like when you think back to some of the most classic moments of of Breaking Bad, the reason that those are so impactful is because you've watched like four episodes that have like sort of... set up behind the scenes of like oh shit something's going down and then all of a sudden it just explodes in this like manic craziness well i would actually venture to say that that's not true for me because i got into this show because of one episode that i was on it was on anton was watching the show and i was not convinced that i was ever gonna like the show but one episode was on it was like season maybe three and just the the characters who were not main characters that were in the show were so intriguing and compelling and just the scenario of what was going on on the screen. That's what got me to watch it. I was like, whoa, okay. Do you remember the episode? It was crackheads crackheads trying to open a safe. Oh, that's a good one. That was just like (laughs) such a crazy, awesome set of characters and scenario. They could have created more of that. Like they didn't really have any fun, like, you know, scenarios in this. I mean, there was like a story. There was the obvious like, you know, through storyline, like the driving plot line, which was established very clearly, like in the beginning. And okay. And so there was that, but like, there wasn't a whole lot outside of that. That was just like diversions and stuff. I thought there was actually a lot, not diversions. But what I mean by that is like, there weren't a lot of like character, like just interesting characters, you know what I mean? Who I wanted to, who I was really engaged with. There other than really the main new one. characters really yeah like was, i mean I in think. breaking bad like the coolest couple, yeah, thing but... is like these these characters that come in and out of the show that were just so you know engaging and charismatic and like really just you know interesting and with this one it was kind of just like a bunch of characters that were all kind of similar in a lot of ways huh i mean i actually would to me, that wasn't one of the more striking things about Breaking Bad. To me, what I always loved was the plot and just like... Well, obvi- that's the... Yes, obviously it wasn't that's necessarily good, the, but um, I mean, there were so many... Side characters for me in Breaking Bad that like did not, it for me. Not the side characters, but just like the side... You know, these different situations that they find themselves Mike is in. so awesome. He's I mean, he's cool fine. But what oh, about yeah, Mike, like yeah. El, El Tortuga well, I, I and stuff like that? I like a main character, you know? Yeah, but I'm talking about like you know, like, like Jesse's well, henchman, Gus for one thing. I mean, he's obviously amazing, but like all the people surrounding Gus that uh-huh. were kind of only in it for like maybe a season, like you oh, know, the Gus crazy, is amazing though. Not I mean, just Gus, I'm like the crazy guy, you know, his nephew or not his nephew, but the Bell guy. Uh, well, no, not him. him. Yeah, he's oh, an ama- of, amazing guy, yeah. but the really crazy the the Bell guy's ground. Yeah, guy. Tuco. He's a side character. Tuco. He's so classic. He's Tuco's so awesome. Yeah. What about Tortuga? <laughs> you know the, the the tortoise guy right right, right yeah that guy was awesome i mean all these uh, characters yeah. are so crazy and interesting and like their situations are really interesting they got it all i mean breaking bad had it all got characters and story and action <laughs> and 
twists and turns. Just visual, like, visual. you know, stunningness and know. stunning. Yeah. All kinds of Emotion. stuff. Good writing. Acting. Very good acting. Good. Yeah. Tension build. I mean, it was, there were, there was the overall plot line that was in, obviously gripping, but there was all kinds of stuff going inside, like beyond that, that was really engaging as well. And so I feel like this movie for me just didn't have as much of that kind of dynamic depth. You know no. what I mean? And I totally agree. Like it doesn't hit the highs that the show did for sure. Yeah. Like there, not. there's not a scene in this whole movie that like really made me feel like some of those insane moments did, did in the show. Um, but I just wonder maybe are my expectations in the wrong place for, for a movie that takes place after the main story is complete and like, you know, what more can you really do? It's kind of like a Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad, where it's like a, a new spin-off. story. Yeah. It's a new story in the world of Breaking Bad. And this is like... But not really, though. It really does harken back to the story. I mean, it's like... Well, I guess it is a new It's a direct story. continuation. Yeah, it's a direct continuation. Right. See, I guess that's like... Uh, it's just the it's gray area It's definitely like part of the world. But I just think it... Because it takes right off where it left off. Right, right. And... It's just like, okay, this is what else would happen if we had the series keep going, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but that's like a not very interesting question to answer. You well, know what I mean? Okay, what, are we, should we get to spoilers? Yeah, let's do okay, spoilers. Okay, let's do spoilers, yeah. Okay. So if you haven't seen uh, the new El Camino uh, Breaking Bad movie, uh, now would be the time to tune out. Go watch it. Check it out. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, I definitely think you should watch this. I mean, you know, I think probably all Breaking Bad fans will anyways, but... Um, it's totally worth watching. It's a fun little romp down memory lane. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right. Spoilers. Gloves are off. All right. I got so, some stuff. <laughs> like this movie basically ends the same way that yeah. the series ends. He's mm-hmm. in the car driving away. Yeah. So we're left basically with the same feeling of like he gets away. Well, but I think. The but big, now he's not. I think here's my theory as to maybe what that said was when he's driving away from the the nazis compound right he's like he's like distressed he's like fucking just he's out of his mind he's like screaming and you know clearly in a (laughs) very very dark it's literally dark too you know like it's this very dark place that he's driving away from and then now at the very ending it's like quiet he's sitting there he's just looking out he's driving into the you know the the great alaskan abyss and it's bright and and sunny out and so i think it's maybe just like we put him in a better place Right. But I feel like, is that in the Breaking Bad spirit? (laughs) Is that in the Breaking Bad spirit? And is that what we really needed to know necessarily? Right. Like, do I need to know? Because I feel like you could fill in the blanks from the ending of like. It all just seemed to tie itself up so nicely. You know what I mean? Well, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun leaving his story open. I I could see that. Because he's like. The last thing you see is him going, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> right. yeah, and, uh, it's cool, and actually. That's cool. And, it's like, a cool ending he's, You for think him. he's like, he's fucked, he's going to die, or, he, yeah. or, he, or you just don't know. You yeah. just have no idea, but like, yeah. you could. it's kind of fun leaving that up to the imagination. Totally. But, I don't know, I still like it. This is fun. This yeah. is good. I feel like this is very definitive, though, as like, he gets away. And so what, you know, what's his name told him to do from the get-go? You know, the cop, what's his name again? You know. Mike. Mike. He's oh, like, yeah, Mike moved to the... Alaska. And that's what <laughs> that's he does. Good and uh, You know what, kid? You should go to Alaska. You should move to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know. What what if are you I was a betting man? <laughs> what would I do? 
Doesn't I'd move to Alaska. No, he's like, what would Credit I do? Start. He's like, doesn't matter. I'm not you. <laughs> Only you can decide what you want to do. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, this ending is is a brighter ending for Jesse. Right, but it's also kind of like, okay, so the whole shootout scene or whatever, you know, the showdown. Ending of, of Breaking Bad? It just, no, of this. Oh, ending of this, okay. It just felt like so, I don't know, kind of lame in a way. Well, it was very well, manufactured and out of the blue. Well, it's like, oh, he walks in there with his hand in his pocket. Well, Big it, surprise. He's it's shooting. cliche. Yeah, it's not just cliche, but it's just like so, it's a little unbelievable that these it's guys really... Homage. I mean, they even said, like, what, like in an old Western? Yeah. Yeah. It's an homage. <laughs> to Westerns? Yeah. Oh, who knows? I mean, well, I mean <laughs> it's a, it's an homage to many things. It's but it like, also just seems dumb because it's like he clearly has his hand in his pocket. This guy is, is he really that stupid? And then it's like I mean, also the reveal, out. the reveal that like he's, oh, he was like this guy who was the welder. And what fucked up thing did he do to Jesse? He made him run back and forth with a thing tied to his waist. <laughs> so hardcore. Like, his, it wasn't that His backstory bad. was a bit I like, mean, it was yeah. like, I mean, come on, guys. Because well, that's what I'm saying is like, it's a little tough, I think, to make... It seems kind of vanilla in a way. It's, it's a little know. tough to make, a, I think, a new bad force when the bad force has is done i feel like they could have though they had so many creative interesting bad guys in breaking bad and crazy scenarios to establish and and finish them off in two hours is like i don't know yeah well like i said that was not in breaking bad is that correct not 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 that that i remember okay no but like as i said the one episode that got me hooked was just like this really intriguing scenario and really intriguing characters Mm. interacting with each other and really cool set design and all the stuff you know what i mean and they just this is what this show did is they created really interesting situations yeah um and yeah you know it was always really creative you know like the ways that people got out of situations and they got into situations there was a lot of fun creative stuff in this though like I suppose. you know you know he's trapped in the yeah in i the didn't r- like the room and the, these guys are cops come in and find him i liked that turns out they're not cops i liked that it's awesome i, I mean and then yeah. he how does he get out of that he ends up getting a third of the money still like i saw that but i could kind of see that coming no we're spoiling yeah we're spoiling it just seemed like obvious to me that he was going to get out of it there was all kinds of twists and turns come on not really as i I gotta talk about something else i gotta talk about okay so one of the problems that they have the challenges i guess of making this is it's like it's like several years after they made the show so everyone's like a lot older older, okay (laughs) that mostly was okay except for the one guy the redhead yeah he's like 50 pounds fatter. I know. <laughs> He's like gotten really ugly. He's like, looks completely different. Oh, man. Like, he looks oh, so different. Wait, but here's... Sorry. He, he did gain some so weight. So he's kind of like a nice guy, I guess. Right. Like, what? Well, no. he's, like a she- he's like a wolf in sheep's clothes. Yeah, that, no, oh, that, yeah. that's but the he's thing. Is he's like the nicest, nice, most, like, gentlest person you've Until ever met. Except kill. he kills people. Oh, right? wait, what was, like, the whole... remorse. What but he's the, always been that. What was the yeah. foreshadowing with the spider? Nothing? No, I mean... They never what, went anywhere with that. It's vaguely connected to when he... The first time that he kind of shows his true colors is after that um, heist on the train. Yeah. And then there's that boy who it's like unrelated to the story, but the boy is just like, he finds a spider, he puts it in his little jar, he's just like on a little motorbike, and then he's like motorbiking back. But at the end of the episode, after they get the 
the gas or whatever that they needed or whatever it was, the chemical that they needed from that train, uh, that dude ends up shooting the little boy and that like fucks up Jesse because he's like, why would you shoot this kid? And he's like, well, because we had to make sure no one saw us out here. But he kills that little kid and, and Tarantula falls and it's just like the Tarantula doesn't have to do with it, but it is like a motif of that episode. Wait a minute. So he did kill the boy for a reason though? Yeah, he kills the boy to, to keep it under wraps because so no one saw kills, them. He always he never kills without a reason, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's like fucked up reasons. It's always a fucked up reason. Well, but like I this, for, wait, this why do I lady, recall? Why do he I kills re- her, he kills her because this, she saw the money? Right. Well, yeah. Same thing as the kid. Basically, it's just a recap of that. Well, yeah. I think he's just like you know he's worried. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's cold blooded. No, he's cold blooded, but like at the same time. Did he kind of want... He didn't like seeing Jesse get abused, apparently, right? In a way. He killed He killed his his girlfriend. That's true, but... I mean, he shot her in the back of the head. No, I know. In front of him. But, I mean, the dude is a cruel motherfucker. No, he it's is, like but, not but he didn't really like seeing Jesse deal with really. getting his... He was like, oh, his legs might get messed up or something like that. No, only because he wanted him to cook. Oh, yeah, right. He said careful if we break his legs he can't cook but it seemed I mean, like he, he also, care about him as a person. it seemed like he also didn't want him to get hurt kind of a little bit well, he, likes, he seems like from? a nice guy <laughs> no, but I he know. has no remorse about killing yeah, anybody he's like a psych he's a total psychopath true <laughs> i don't know I'm well anyways so he gained a little weight okay big deal wait, 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 no. <laughs> he looks completely different it he looks like look, a different person he did look a little different i wait, will wait, say why do i recall a spider being in the show in some little girl's room. Remember that episode? Wait, what oh well, yeah, the uh, that the episode where there was a spider. It, she had a didn't spider. Didn't someone say that that the the tarantula was Brock's tarantula? No, it wasn't. Wait, no, it not Brock. No, there was a girl who had a tarantula. I remember, and then somebody ends uh-huh. up in her room, and somebody oh, takes. Well. I really what feel like we're grinding this to a halt here. I mean. I don't know. I just trying to remember what that was. There, it was in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I thought that was a, like okay. I thought it was related. So let's talk to about that. let's talk about these flashbacks. So you mentioned that you didn't like any of the flashbacks, and I they mean, are they maybe are maybe a couple thing. of them. There's so many, and they just got a little boring. And like, uh, especially with the redhead guy, like he's a fun character, but. I don't know. It's just too much of that. It slowed it down. Slowed down the story. I mean, I'm I was engaged in the story of like yeah. Jesse getting away, and yeah. then it cuts to these flashbacks, and it's there for a hell long, and they're like sitting there, like slow, like he's slowly doing. There's a lot of like they like to make it boring on purpose to like piss you off, like when there's old people <laughs> in the show and they're like moving really slowly. They like to do that to like as a joke to like. Make it boring as a joke. <laughs> they like to do that. that. No. Yeah, they are, do. Wait, are you talking about the the older guy in the apartment punk complex? Is that who you're this, referring yeah, to? That's one of them. That's oh, one I example that of like it. A comic relief, though. I mean, yeah, their like... comic relief is making is like boring people, basically. Oh, I didn't no, like. I like I okay, that was like funny, the actually. lady in the vacuum store. I thought she like, was. Oh no, that was, that was fine. I don't like that kind of stuff very much, but I mean, t- yeah. But the flash, I just in general, I don't like flashbacks. I think that you could. I think it's like cheap storytelling using too many flashbacks i didn't have necessarily a problem with the device of using a flashback but i will say that it was more than i anticipated and i also felt like you know 
it felt a little bit like a family re- like a reason to bring back the whole crew you know right. yeah, like, I don't, I don't like like that and and i and i kind of anticipated that we'd get brian cranston in a flashback um i anticipated that and you know it happened and it was cool <laughs> it was like it, it that one was a little weird because it was like it was really exciting to see him as walt you know mm-hmm. uh, really excited to see the two of them together again and like chat but it also was sort of like cheesy it w- it did feel a little bit like well they put this in here because they sort of they kind of had to do it you know, I don't know. and yeah. it didn't feel yeah. like super warranted in the story and right. and i feel like it's ki- it's a it's a rock and a hard place because the thing is is like there's kind of no way that walt would be in this story if it was all after the events of breaking bad cuz he's dead and you know i think to make him not dead is like a really cheap move to like have it retroactively like he didn't actually die or whatever that would be really cheap so i'm glad they didn't do that the other flashbacks with uh jane that was like pretty random and really felt kind of just like all right we're gonna get jane up we're gonna get jane back on board we got mike back on board we got brian back on board right (laughs) we're getting the whole crew together but just for these like quick little cameo flashbacks and like them telling him some piece of wisdom that doesn't really matter like yeah. wisdom that it was not it that was cool it's like a deep. Com- it's i feel i've been following the universe all my life you got to make your own decision right like that was just so yeah, that was a little cheesy the, well the yeah that particular one with um jane yeah. didn't work i thought the mike one was actually cool i thought that felt like pretty warranted and, and it made a little more sense in the context of things because mm-hmm. he sort of like puts that seed in his head like you could go to alaska if you want and I think that well, really felt to... ingrained into the story because that's like clearly what the choice right. that he made. I feel like that might have been from the show. Am I wrong? I no, do. Re- no, no. Actually, I do recall that. I remember him mentioning. <laughs> no, no Alaska. I do. I remember Alaska. Yeah, I remember Alaska from. <laughs> yeah, the that show. scene is not in the show. But I definitely really? remember him talking about Alaska. That scene's not in the show. I mean, Alaska. like first up, they're older, and then second, like it's shot totally different. Like th- this was shot in in a different aspect ratio with like different lenses. No, but I show. swear they talked about Alaska in the show. I'm sure they did, but like that scene was definitely filmed for this movie. Is a new scene that was filmed. Well, the way I see it, <laughs> if you're gonna have one flashback, it might as be well the <laughs> Walter White. Oh, yeah, I that's you- the one that I was okay with actually. Oh, I, I mean, that's one of the ones I was. Like, I wanted it, and it oh. and it came, and it delivered, and I was fine with it. But yeah, clearly, like all I cared about was Jesse in the present day. Is he gonna get away? Is he gonna get caught? What's up? Like, and I really, actually, I really liked my. I think actually, my favorite scene of the whole thing was the vacuum cleaner dude sequence. I thought that was like super well written. Mm-hmm. I thought that that actually showed a, a good amount of character from the vacuum dude too. Oh like, yeah, he's the a good fact actor. that he's like who was that. The vacuum guy? That's a classic guy, right? I yeah, he was in the oh. original series, and well, he's he the, one the, who helps, uh, he's no, the one who helps. He's the one who helps. I mean, oh. like, in terms isn't of he like a classic actor from the 60s or something? Don't know, but I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> he's great, and, and I felt like it had a bit of humor. It had like that Breaking Bad spirit to me. Mm-hmm. It, it had like kind of twist, uh, like a, a tension. There was like a tension that yeah. you didn't quite know how it was going to pan out. Mm-hmm. There was like you know a little bit of a twist and turn kind of like did he actually call the cops did he not call the cops and then i think there was like a character moment too like a really strong character moment of like all right i'm not gonna let you unless you get this 1800 you know i felt like that was all really interesting and the writing was super good and the acting was really good that was kind of my favorite scene of the whole movie (laughs) 
Right? No, really? Okay. I think so. I mean, it just was super engaging to me, and I and I really just thought it was like great. Wait, what happened to what was it? Uh, wait, I'm trying to think. There was another character, and I was like, wait, what happened to that person? Uh, fudge, I forgot. I definitely will say that I was wondering if we were going to see Skylar or um, oh yeah Marie, and I was curious if we'd get like an update or uh, yeah or the sun. You know, I, I thought actually we would. I thought we would right. get an update as to what was up with the rest of this family. Because what did become of them? What became of them is actually like, like a that's more actually interesting story. more interesting because <laughs> it's like what now for them? Right, because they're they're in the really in a dark spot in a and dark they, they gotta and and I always kind of felt like you know Jesse is sympathetic but also. He's pretty involved in some dark shit and like he, I felt like it's a little more of a choice for him to be involved. Whereas like Skylar and especially his son, uh, Walter Jr. Right. They are way more of like innocent bystanders to mm-hmm. the mess that they get pulled into and their lives are truly ruined by the end of the series. Right. And it, they're really like the most sympathetic characters to me. And I was wondering if we would get an update on their lives and I was, right. and, and I'm glad they didn't shoehorn it in. But I also was like, oh, man, I would I would love to know. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, right. It, it doesn't really make sense given the plot of this movie is like about Jesse escaping. Like, why would they be involved in that? Mm-hmm. But, you know, anything's possible and I would have loved an update. Vince, could you get back to me? What's what's up with them? <laughs> Can you make another Breaking Bad movie uh, <laughs> focus on Skylar? <laughs> Skylar's return. And what about Marie? Oh my God. Marie, I mean, I care about what she's up to, you know? I mean... Less so, but I would like an update. Right. <laughs> oh, man. This is s- sad. What? The vacuum guy died on, Octo- on October 11th. In real life? No way. Yeah. His Wait. name is Robert Forster. Wait, that's today. Oh, Robert he died Forster. Today. No way. Did he really? Yeah. He, really? He died today? I just looked at his Wikipedia page, and there was a death, and I clicked on it, and it said... Whoa. He just died today. He, yes. Holy shit. Whoa, that's crazy. The that's same crazy. Day. His final in? movie it pre- it premiered. Oh my god, of brain cancer! Wow. Oh well, Robert. He Forrester. was in uh, Jackie so Brown. Oh yeah, Jackie Brown. Oh that's. Oh, he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, and I gotta watch that. But I still that. need to watch that. We movie. gotta watch that. I know. Let's do that for an episode. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, um, wait. What else is? He? Oh, he was in Mulholland Drive. Mm. Oh right. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. Oh Robert Forrester. Mm. Damn. He's really good. Bummer. That's terrible news. Well, wow. Twin Peaks. Oh, he was in Twin Peaks. Oh, that's oh, where I know. Right. I recognize him. Yes. Who was he playing Twin Peaks? You know. Wait. That guy. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Hold on. I know. I mean, he definitely looked familiar, but I was just like. Bruh. Oh, he's one of the cops, is he not? Oh, he works yeah. At, he works at the t- police department. That's done. That is correct. He works with what's his face? You know, the main dude. Mm hmm. All right, Kyle well, McLaughlin? look, do we got anything else to say wow, about... Wow, he's in lots of stuff. Oh, my God, he was in a lot of stuff. Wow, look at this list. Well, R.I.P. Definitely. Wow. I mean, that's very sad. Man, yeah, that's crazy. And a bit strange, like, damn, the same day that this comes out. Very wow, odd, really, very. very oh, he was also in Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, well, this is becoming a bit of like a, just a memorial, in memorium for in Robert memoriam. Forrester, this episode is. Most Darfin art. Wait, no, so he was in... <laughs> He was actually in, not the sh- Oh, wait, uh, there it was. I mean, I don't think we got to, I mean, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, definitely Robert Forster is so sad. But wait, wait, look, I, just- I do legitimately, it's very sad, but, you know, I think we should maybe. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it oh, up. Oh, no, see, he was in the new Twin Peaks. 
He was in the new Twin Peaks. <laughs> Laura, yes. Well, he was in he's in Twin Peaks. No, I, I don't see him on the old one though. Okay. But maybe he was in the old movie. So is there anything else that we wanted to say about El Camino, a Breaking Bad film? Just um, awesome. It was super fun. There's a lot of fun stuff in it. Um, yeah, like there's also a lot of, of flashbacks where like, we don't care because we know how it's going to turn out. Yeah, so. it's the same problem that Better Call Saul has where it's like mm-hmm. the tension well, is lost because... I mean, look, I no, didn't but do Better Call Saul is not big. about that. It's no, not about that's it. also It's about not his relationship with, with his brother. Call, the, the problem with Better Call Saul is it's about like legal proceedings and <laughs> old elder care but it's <laughs> that's what it's <laughs> yeah, that's true but it's, okay, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, supposedly it about a relationship there, there is some there brothers. is some like department of justice mm-hmm. um bureaucracy too right yeah actually i got i got a right it I, is a bit of a ralphie bunchy <laughs> on broadway and third building of the sector b meet me in that <laughs> building at 245 sharp where you will be dismissed i got a thing to say I, I will say i, I would love for Vince Gilligan to make this the final thing he does in the Breaking Bad universe I would love to see like a brand new story from this guy because I really feel like (laughs) I I think what this had what this had a slight air of is like a little bit of a preciousness Uh, for these characters and like I would love for to just see a whole new cast of characters a whole new world like he's such a great storyteller that I feel like I I just would love to see a new kind of act from Vince Gilligan Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I mean because be I cool. feel like I, I've seen, I, I love Breaking Bad. Um, I think Better Call Saul is fine and I need to give it a, a better shot. I thought this was really great, but I just want like something new. You know what I mean? I think it's time to like kind of wipe the slate clean a little bit. And I I really hope that this is truly the end of Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Well, I'm I mean, not going to hope that, but. I mean, y- you would want more Breaking Bad after this? I want to see Jesse fight fighting bears and stuff in alaska like, <laughs> well what is he gonna be now i mean he's just gonna work at a cinnabon <laughs> i guess there really isn't too much more you can do with it after this no i mean, yeah, I mean no but he, he, he he's gonna live his life he got out but it's gonna be a very secluded and... <clears throat> but what's he gonna do is he gonna like read books and you know eat bark <laughs> yeah i don't know is he gonna become a man of think of thought he's gonna have kids <laughs> a man of think. he's gonna get married and have kids is he really gonna get married? Yeah. Who's gonna? I mean, I guess so. Who will wed? Who will wed such a thing? <laughs> I don't know. He seems someone dumb. who's into freaky he seems stars. Dumb. Yeah. Kinda. Oh, come on. He's like, oh, dude. I don't know. Whatever. He's not dumb. He's smart. No. He's, he's kind of smart, smart, but smart. no, he's he's, he's, got but he's an not. Arc he's like not. Show. Well, he's no. He's definitely gotten more smart over the past year. <laughs> more smart. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, I think. <laughs> He's smart. He just chooses, doesn't to act dumb. Yeah, he just acts dumb, but he actually is smart. I think that's part of his to whole decree. thing. To a degree. Now, Anton, um, we're gonna wrap up the show, and you are gonna don't wipe your hands on your pants. You're sharing a track from. Uh, we're gonna play a track from Fever Moon. Yeah, this one's called Mountain of Dreams. That's right. Um, it's off of the self-titled album that we were discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. So you can go check out the full album on everything: Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, etc. All that fun stuff. Um, you know, give the whole album a listen, but yep. this is going to be Mountain of Dreams by and uh, Fever Moon. Go come, uh, come check out the live show, our first uh, live appearance at the Swedish American Hall, November 10th for the San Francisco Leonard Cohen Festival. Yeah. All right, Anton. Well, thanks for being a guest on the old podcast here. This is Mountain of Dreams by Fever Moon, and this is Totally Tell Me. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and uh, that's that's about all she wrote. My eyes closed
take me 